Welcome to Recall Radio Podcast. Fresno County Recall volunteers are speaking out about what's really happening in our beautiful state of California. Many of us know there is a recall taking place to remove Governor Newsom. Fresno County volunteers are committing themselves once again to speak truth of why we are involved, share our experience, empower our community, and tell you what's really happening to our state. Hello and welcome to the Holly and Lily show. Um, I'm Holly. I'm Lily. And today we have a very special guest who's been rocking it out in the streets and in our school boards. Um, Terry Sladek is with us today and we'd like to uh, definitely pick his brain about what's going on in our education system from his point of view. Yeah, because we get a lot of, we have a lot of mothers that have volunteered with us. We have a lot of families. And one of the key things that they are concerned about is what is happening with our education. And one of the reasons why we have so many people as people at our rallies is be, and they want to get rid of Newsom is because of all the things that have happened in our, in our state in regards to education. Terry, why don't you give us a little bit of background on yourself? Okay. Uh, I've been on the school board as elected representative, uh, both that's, uh, you can call that a, a school board member or a trustee. Both of them mean the same thing from Northwest Fresno for 33 months now. And uh, I've been in the news a lot lately because the system's so broken, destroyed, corrupt, and, and necrotic that anyone who's not talking about it at every opportunity every day, I wake up in the middle of the night talking about it. Then, then you're you're wrong, and I can't fathom why the the trustees who sit on this board sit back smiling like everything's great. We're going to talk today on the the Holly and Lily show about how bad it is. As I like to say, you can't under you have to understand Fresno Unified where you can understand the problems, and we're going to go into to that. Yeah. Um, I'm a retired Marine Corps major. Um, was in the Marines in a very odd fashion from 84 to 88, out for 18 years, and then went back in for the war from 06 to 13, and did two Iraqs and two Afghanistans, and uh, was on the news a lot lately helping to get uh, my interpreter from when I was over there, John and his sister, um, onto one of those airplanes that got them to safety before they got their heads cut off and put on sticks for helping the Americans. Wow. 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 Oh That's gosh. unbelievable. That whole Afghan thing. We well, it was a fiasco, but but the, the takeaway, it didn't have to go that way. No, it didn't. Okay, it no, was it any 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 Marine officer with five years of experience knew six weeks before that exactly how to set it up and make it work the right way. And we got these guys with four stars: this General Miley on the Chief of Staffs, who I've said on every show I've been on, including this one. I'd love to see him pee in a cup and see what he's smoking. Well, we're going to get to that, but um, one one of the things I want to say is thank you for your service. My family is filled with service. Um, my young my the, my youngest nephew is a Marine, and he manages or he commands a platoon. So I know what you're what you've done and you've done for our country. So I appreciate yes, you. you. We appreciate you, and um, we will talk a little bit later about what is going on in Afghanistan from your perspective. Um, one of the things I'd like to ask you about is um, can you talk to us from the beginning about Fresno Unified? Explain that, and because a lot of people don't understand that. Let's understand yeah. the problem. Yes. First, it's yes. well, and it's called Fresno Unified School District. <laughs> okay, in a nutshell, Fresno Unified School District has ten thousand employees. 
It's the largest employer in the state of California, north of Los Angeles, which that's a level of magnitude. You, it just sometimes is hard to get your mind around. Of those 10,000, 4,000 are teachers, 6,000 are non-teachers. Wow. We have 111 school sites and many dozens of other buildings that are not on school sites. We have um, a superintendent that has been there for four and a half years, gets paid $341,000 per year, and has a $1.1 million golden parachute should uh, there ever be a board majority that that thinks he's not doing a good job. Well, let's talk about that. Okay, and I'm gonna have you guys post a great article uh, by a, a, a talented writer, whether you believe in him politically or not, but Bill McEwen. Oh, yeah. He's been around forever and wrote this phenomenal piece that I will, will send to you to post um, about how Fresno Unified is only interested in keeping their salaries, their titles, and um, uh, are in the bottom 5% of urban school districts nationally, um, just above Detroit and Cleveland. And California is what in the nation? Where do we stand in education? As a state? Yes. I can't answer that question because I literally work on the granular level of FUSD yeah. as it compares, but I can compare Fresno to any other school district in California out of the other 1,500 in California, and we rank below all of those. Dang. It, you know, including, and it's, so it's not the fact that everyone was always too big. Well, LA Unified has 1.7 million kids. We've got 75,000 kids. Um, LA Unified is ranked higher than we are. Right. Wow. So let's, you know, the, again, there, there's so many little cop-outs that the, the staff that runs Fresno Unified wants to fall back on. Oh, we're poor and we have too many, you know, people of color and all this. Go to Albuquerque, go to El Paso and, and talk to me about problems. They, they always use as a problem here that we have to teach so many different languages and that's such a drain on resources. I know people that are on the board of Albuquerque Unified School District. They have to teach 19 Native American dialects. Oh my God. Okay, there. Hmm. I mean, so so don't talk to me that Jeez. we that we have to teach you know French and German and Spanish. Right. All right. right. Come on, guys. Right. Uh, right. It's just the the excuses after excuses in the in the you know one of my favorite sayings is denial is not just a river in Egypt. Right. Okay. That's what this place exists on. They yeah. you know anything that looks bad. They will circle the wagons and, and and how do I how do I know this? Okay, one of my main reasons for running right. back in twenty would have been twenty eighteen. So my my kids graduated from Bullard in the class of 13, 15, 18, and nineteen. Okay. So my in eighteen, um, when my baby from the class of nineteen uh, was a, a junior, I get a call one day that there's been an incident. And the incident was a teacher during a class change finds a letter on a desk, opens it, and it says, I'm going to kill, insert Trustee Sladek's youngest son's last name. Oh, wow. Okay. So I immediately get there. They stick me with a vice principal who does the rug dance like you have never seen. Within an hour, mm -hmm. he's denying that this actually ever happened. Uh, okay. Because I'm asking some very hard questions because sure. it's my son's life. Now, you know, is is my son one of those asshole kids in 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 high school? Well, Tommy, my son Tommy, great kid, has eleven varsity um, letters from his time in high school. He was the prom king his senior year, wow. and you usually don't see no. prom kings who are jerks. No, and honestly, it's 
he's done a lot for the school and it doesn't make a difference. It's just in general, that's a Correct. death threat. Correct. Yeah. And, and, and Tommy, no Tommy's a large kid. He's, uh, you know, yeah. larger than the average beer as is his dad and his brother. And, you know, Tommy was notified by the school, credit to the school for doing something. Yeah. And, you know, Tommy, you know, was again, very large kid in high school, uh, a football player, wrestler in a discus store. And I, take him aside. And I go, dude, you know, this threat exists. He goes, yeah, I know dad, big deal. He goes, what's, and he knew who the kid was at this right, time. Right. He goes, what's this kid going to do? Come up and tell me he wants to fight with me. And Tommy knows what I used to do for a living in Iraq and Afghanistan. I said, no, bud, here's the way it works. And this kid was the exact hoodie wearing loner. Okay. That we all know from um, yeah. uh, Marjorie Stoneman Mason and Columbine and, and this and that. Yeah. So it was it was a classic setup. And I said, no, bud, here's the way it works. So is it possible that one day you could be walking down that major north-south hallway during class change at Bullard with your, your buds around you as you do every day during that particular class change? Yeah. Is it possible that more than just you and your buds know that at that particular time, that's probably where you're going to be? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is it possible that a hoodie-wearing loner could be standing in one of those dark alcoves right along that main passageway? Right. Yeah. yeah. Is it possible that, that the hoodie-wearing loner got a serrated steak knife out of grandma's drawer last night? Yeah. Is it possible that he went on the internet and identified anatomical features that one would need to um, stick with that steak knife to kill somebody rapidly. Yeah. So is it possible he could walk up behind you without you noticing it? Right. Yeah. And he found out where your renal arteries are, you know, and, boom, and I'm giving him the explain. And if you go in there with that steak knife and you do this, Tom, you'll be bled out by the time we get you to St. Agnes. Okay. So he's not going to come up and say he wants to fight right. you. Is it possible that that scenario could occur and all of a sudden Tommy gets it? Because when you're 17, right, sure. you don't get it. Right, when okay. you're young. After mm -hmm. two Iraqs and two Afghanistans, you you get, you get things on a, on a different level. Yeah. And, and the school hit it, covered it up, you know, oh, well, that this rule and this re regulation and this administrative, uh, we can't tell you anything. Right. We, wow. we can't even tell you where the kid is and if he'll ever be back. Wow. And that's so important to discuss because there's a lot of parents. When I when there was the shooting in Florida, I did check into it, and and I, I know that there they had put a practice in it. I believe you referred to it as restorative practice. That's what it's called. And, and the Obama administration had this put into the high schools, and um, he not high schools, I guess, just in, in in education in general, that if a child has a gun in the backpack or there's something that it's not an expulsion as a, as opposed to when we all grew up as kids they were there were these some of these practices were considered you you were expelled and everybody wants to rehabilitate people i want to rehabilitate people i sure. want to take care of people but we have a different we're living in a different environment now and i don't want to talk about how you there's also in our and i don't think parents realize this but they did remove the police, correct, from middle schools. Middle schools. But they're still in high schools. But this radical leftist, race-hating, victimhood proselytizing board that I sit on, mm -hmm. meaning all the rest of them, but me, um, they <laughs> removed the high, uh, the ones from police from our middle school campuses right. last year. And that is important for parents to understand because you need to know that your child is safe when your child is going to school. 
And I always felt a great deal of safety. If there was a police officer in the parking lot in high school, or if there's a police officer on campus. Now, sometimes, you know, in the state, in this, in the sense, in a situation in Florida, we didn't have a police officer react as quickly. Uh, that's a whole different ball game. But for the most part, these police officers are there to help and assist. And we need we need to have some sort of security on yes, these campuses, absolutely. especially in high school. And I'm glad they haven't removed them from high school. So can I ask you, what was the reason why they pulled them out tonight or, or you know, out of the middle schools? Because people of color are offended by people in police uniforms. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yes. So it's, like it's, a a simple, it's a simple concept, right? Wow. So, it, it offends them. So it's very interesting to me because I grew up in Hawaii and um, I played soccer and um, I grew up with a police officer as a coach and he was a Hawaiian man and he spent time patrolling the area that I lived in. And I always knew that I could you felt comfortable right. with this man, no matter, didn't make a difference with his color or whatever. So I think what's happened too is that whole thing on police officers has been pushed through the media and they don't trust the people in uniform. Right. It didn't make a difference. He was always looking out for me. So the school districts are following that whole nonsense. By school districts, I'm, I'm sure what you mean to say is the boards of trustees of these school districts. Mm -hmm. Because the boards of trustees give the guidance and okay. the direction for all of these policy moves. Gotcha. Okay. So no police officers in the schools. On the middle schools. In the middle schools. Okay. So then we, we're also, we're you just told me something. No, We're doing restorative justice, correct? Restorative practices. Practices to rehabilitate people. Yes. Uh, what is grounds for expulsion these days? It's one of the okay. Did you ever read 1984? I sure did. I know George Orwell well. Okay. He, Animal he, Farm. He he, he he double speak. Yes. Words don't mean anything anymore. Right. When when I was in school, an expulsion meant go home. We'll see you next year. Right. Okay. And maybe if you had a good teacher, they would send you some packets of stuff to read. Okay. Expulsion here. Okay. At FUSD means that the following day or the day after that, you'll simply be transferred from Hoover to McLean. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Okay. That's what it means. And suspension doesn't even mean suspension. doesn't mean you're going home for three days because you punched that person in the side of the head. It means you are going to be in the locker, I'm sorry, in the library for three days under supervision. Okay. And the reason for that, as we learned, you know, when I was growing up during Watergate, always follow the money. Right. Okay. Um, ADA stands for both American with Disabilities Act, but to, to the school districts, it stands for average daily attendance. Yeah. So each kid over the course of a year is worth in round money. numbers. Money. Well, $13,000. Right. So you take 75,000 kids times $13,000 a year. You got $900,000 coming in right there. And then there's a whole bunch of other sources of money coming right, in sure. via fire hose. That's right. So they don't want to lose okay. that money. Right. And if that kid is not in the library on suspension or not sent to another school immediately on expulsion, we lose that prorated amount of that money. So, oh, oh no, it's, it's, it's heinous because, oh, well, you expelled them. No, you just actually enrolled them in the high school, you know, two, two, five miles away. They're, they're wow. not messing. With, now, they're not going to say it's for the ADA money. They're yeah, going to yeah, say yeah. it's, well, we need to make sure that little Johnny and little Susie's education is there. Let's talk about little Johnny and little Susie's education. Okay, Fresno Unified, as we've already discussed, and you guys will post that uh, Bill McEwen piece on the bottom 5% national performance, 
So on the average year, in round numbers, 5,000 kids get diplomas from Fresno Unified. Okay. okay. 2,000 of those, 5,000 diplomas, 40% of those kids read, write, and do math when they get that diploma at the 6th, 5th, 4th, and 3rd grade level. Mm -hmm. Okay. So sending Johnny and Susie to the library when they're suspended to the next school for expulsion is really helping them keep their grades up. Yeah. Okay. And the, the problem with a 6th, 5th, 4th, and 3rd grade reading level, people oh, well, they can get into, you know, construction or into the military. Guys, I hate to tell you. Military won't take you if you read, write, and do math at the third yeah. grade level. They they won't. Um, as a retired Marine Corps major, they won't. Yeah. Um, you still have to take the ASVAB and the which is like a SAT test for the military, right. and you ain't gonna score high enough yeah. on it. Um, they will not take you. And if for some reason it's a bad month and you get a forty on there, you will spend you know your four years you know uh, in the Navy sitting on a rope swing, chipping paint off the side of a ship. Mm, okay, yeah. that's the best job you'll be qualified for because um, they actually do have that is an MOS, and they actually do allow in the U.S. Navy several hundred a year to specifically sit on a rope swing next to a big gray ship, wow. chipping paint. No, people don't really believe that. But the military, they have they have standards. Yes, they take people for different. Yeah, I know. I mean, I if that. you want to be a, a, a missile optics technician, yeah. you, you need an ASVAB of ninety seven, and you go to school yeah. for two years. But as soon as you get out of um, the Marine Corps, the Navy, or the Air Force, mm -hmm. you know you can be selling yourself for one hundred sixty five thousand dollars a year to Northrop. Right. So, but the kids who are reading, writing, and doing math when they get their diplomas at third, fourth, fifth, sixth grade. Cool. They, they, their options are, as I like to say, field labor, fast food, and robbing your house. Right. I was corrected by a, a friend, uh, Brett, who uh, runs a couple KFCs in town. He said, actually, fast food is not an option because I want to hire 12 kids every year um, to give them their first job. And the application process or the, the interview process is sit down at this table and fill out without your phone um, this application. And he hasn't had a kid be able to fill out that application um, in five years. Without using a phone. Or that's, talking to somebody. That's or, where we are now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I believe so that. you can't, you can't spell things. You can't add yeah. things. Yeah. You can't, again, you it's can't second, third grade. Right. You can't write things. So why do we care? We care because we also need to care about these people in our society. What happens to them? Because they, we end up having to deal with it in the end. Like we can't get good and employees or your house is being robbed or I, I have so many people come up to me in the save mart or in gb3 or whatever who you know one gentleman has a a, a company in town that is glass manufacturing mm -hmm. and he and he you know I, I run into you know he brings this up every year i try try to hire half a dozen new grads every year right and you know they, they, they can have verbal skills and they seem to have it but when you give them a written set of instructions to follow on this machine, yeah. they can't interpret that into that. Now, once you teach them the movements and all that, they, right. they can do it and you'll hire them, but they can't interpret a written set of instructions yeah. into actions. Which shows That's... you what is happening within our school district and the education that Absolutely. people are teaching. So that will bring us to our next topic, yeah. which is what I want to get into after this, because if we're trying to educate these kids and make them solid citizens, we don't have time to teach CRT. Don't even call it CRT. Critical race theory. Okay, we'll talk about it in a sec. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Thanks.
So yeah, uh, back to this topic of CRT. This is one of the hot topics now with a lot of the parents. You're, there's a lot of rallies um, that parents are going to school boards. We're seeing it, it with Clovis Unified and they're standing up and they're saying they disagree yeah. with this teaching in the right. school system. I mean, with what you just explained to me, we don't, they don't have time to teach this. I mean, I don't even know yeah. how they get away with teaching this. But what can you talk to us a little bit about CRT? Well, critical race theory has been voted by the state legislature to be a, a graduation requirement beginning not this coming school year, the school year following the one that we just began. And um, Fresno Unified, however, being the radical leftist, race-hating, victimhood, proselytizing organization yeah. that it is and its yeah. board is, jumped ahead. It's a graduation requirement for Fresno Unified this year. Wow. Okay. So CRT. You don't even know what it is. Right. Well, we're going to make it it's simple. CRT for, for retired Marines. <laughs> okay. Okay. So CRT stands for critical race theory. Now, be very careful because it's oftentimes labeled ethnic studies. So Fresno Unified will not have a class called critical race theory. It's called ethnic studies. Ah, so be very, true. very careful. Just tricky. And as I, as I um, said uh, to you guys during the break, the state of California wrote a 22-chapter mega book mm -hmm. on critical race theory, or in their case, ethnic studies as well. Um, I saw it. Look it's at, all white man bad. Yes. Well, it is. Yeah, basically. And, I read it. And, but it was geared to different ethnicities so that each of the 1600 school districts in California could use whichever of those 11 or, or those 20, number of chapters that was most yeah. applicable to them. Right. Fresno Unified, not wanting to be left behind, um, put a 10 person team together over a year ago and came up with their own 1100 page oh uh, curricula on this. And I have read it and it's, it's, you know, I, I took it and I highlighted various portion, portions and I sat down with Mr. Nelson, the superintendent on this exact topic. And I said, Bob, you got to help me understand, you know, how, uh, and I don't have any of the passages in front of me, but right. you know, how, how this, you know, could not be considered radical critical race theory. And he's like, well, trustee, it all depends on how they teach it. Mm. Okay. Well, that's, that's fair. I said, but and then I gave him the example of a radical leftist teacher at Sunnyside, who's a union official for FTA, who's, you know, so far to the left, four standard deviations off the curve. And, and I said, so if so-and-so was, was teaching it, and then I used the name of a, a principal of a school who's not even a right-wing guy, just a centrist and a well-known, fair, respected man. I said, so if the guy at Sunnyside or the guy at this school were teaching it, would that course bear any resemblance to each other? And he goes, no. Wow. And what are you going to do about it, Bob? And they have no answer because the radical leftist race-hating victimhood proselytizers on this board, meaning the other five yeah. that need to be recalled or special election or general electioned out in 22, they want it this way. They want the teacher in the classroom to have full discretion to do it. Now, there are some teachers that will teach it on a very level playing field. No right. doubt. But that's the 20%. Right. The rest of them are, are, are like yeah. my buddy down at Sunnyside who will teach this as the oppressor because let me boil it down, a radical uh, critical race theory into the, a soundbite. Oppressor versus oppressee. 
based on the amount of melanin. Melanin is the stuff that colors your skin. Everyone's heard of malignant melanoma, skin yeah. cancer. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so somebody of, of, uh, of, uh, from the Indian subcontinent is going to have a different uh, amount of melanin in their skin than somebody from Denmark. Right. Somebody from, from Congo is going to have a different amount of melanin than somebody from Zaire or Egypt on and on. And it's the, the, the something about melanin and, and, and it, it makes me just scratch my head because I love the English language so much. And I keep hearing this people of color, people of color, people of color. And I look at two of the five trustees on my board, their skin color is the exact same as mine in tone, but, you know, because I don't trill my R's and I don't say, I say Nicaragua, not Nicaragua. And I say Cuba, not Cuba. It, I mean, for some reason that means I can't be a person of color, but they want it this way. You should and, do your DNA. I got 6% of something. Well, I guarantee you I have at least as much as Elizabeth Warren has. <laughs> at least as That's much. That's what I'm saying. And, and, and also for my fellow, not that any of them will listen to this, but for, for the listeners, Okay, my father was adopted. My father right. was a baby in a basket on a doorstep in Queens, New York in 1930. Wow. Okay. And he had no desire to even find out from whence he came. Who he was. So my last name is Sladek. I don't have a drop of Croatian blood. Right. Wow. Okay. I could be a 50%, pick your favorite, whatever. Right. Whatever. Right. whatever. And I actually have a congenital defect in my spine that is actually very consistent with um uh, native Alaskans, Eskimos. Eskimos. So I could, based on a a, a spinal uh, configuration, you could be. Eskimo. I'm a Native American Eskimo. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you know, right. but again, I haven't done a DNA test, nor right. do I intend to. But I right. guarantee you, I have at least as much as Elizabeth Warren does. Right. Well, the thing is, is most of us we have a lot of mixture of a little bit of, of everything course. anyway, and this CRT is really kind of teaching a little bit of white man bad hate. Uh, they bring up colonialism and they're not really teaching. They what, how, what I saw is they're teaching one side of colonialism, but they're not also talking about how the Spaniards were the biggest colonists. I mean, they went and they they took out Mexico. Why is it that the people uh, that are of Mexican origin are not mad at the Spaniards? Because, you know, the conquistadors, I mean, they were bigger colonists uh, than even are, you know, the United States, as far wow. as they, they captured slaves, the Portuguese were really bad. And so what I'm saying is we need to like get away from this. Be if you're yeah. going to teach one side of it, you need to teach That's the right. other side. That's exactly true. Right. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, for. I'm known downtown as level playing field Slavic. Okay. This is not level playing yeah. field curricula. Te teach it, but yeah. teach it all. Right. Okay. That's um, right. So we were going to segue into um, 10th grade biology. Yes, oh. that's another issue. So there's the CRT, oh but the, we need to crazy. talk a little bit about the sexuality, what's being sexual what's... courses that are being taught today compared to what we had prior to 2015. Go ahead. Okay, so so this came on my radar screen. I got elected in uh, the fall of 18. And then in the spring of 19, um, all of a sudden I started having constituent complaints and they go exactly like this, all of them, that, hey, I was I was home doing laundry today and went in, was folding little Susie's underwear and putting in an underwear drawer. And all of a sudden I I find this roundish container with a bunch of little sub compartments in it and waited for Susie to get home and and said, Susie, where did you get these birth control pills? Because there's no prescription label on it. Yeah. Okay. 
And the stories, again, uh, and again, I had no idea. And I had two daughters go through FUSD, but they were graduated in 13 and 15. Yeah. And um, the story to lay out where, where the, the, the epilogue, if you will, is for two weeks during 10th grade biology, the teacher of FUSD has a contractor come in and teach human sex. And that also will contain, in addition to, here's a giant hefty bag full of condoms, boys, take all you want. It also includes girls, there are birth control pills. This is what they do. They will do whatever it is they, they say. Crazy. Okay. However, then it, it segues into, and if you would like some, I will pass around a clipboard. Please write your name on that clipboard. And in the next week, the school nurse will call you down to the office. When Susie is called down to the office a day or a week later, um, there will be a car waiting to take her uh, to not an FUSD car. It's by the contracted company. So it's a private it's, vehicle. It's a non-FUSD vehicle driven by a non-FUSD person to a building to a building downtown where ostensibly the girl will be given a physical. That physical consists of a uh, urinalysis uh, and a beta ACG test, which for those you obviously yeah. know is, mm -hmm. is uh, are you pregnant? And the reason for that is if you go on birth control pills when you are pregnant, you will spontaneously abort and it becomes extremely expensive litigation. So they want to make sure you're not pregnant. Oh, so they're, they're, they're really taking care of those medical standards. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so if you're not pregnant, then you are given pregnancy, uh, a month's worth, and told that shortly before, in conjunction with that uh, amount wearing out, you'll be called down to the nurse's office and asked if you would like another month's worth. And when no I script. find this out, uh, my head explodes. No script, right, Holly? This is irreversible. Birth control has a side effect as anything else, risks and benefits, right? right. And, and they're giving this to our kids. Right. Without our knowledge, right? Without our consent, right? And they're jumping taking in a them vehicle, off campus, jumping in a vehicle to go down and get to pee in a cup. Yeah. Why didn't they just bring the cup to the office? They could pee in it there. Who knows, right? But the fact that they're even that they're even allowed to do this without parents like me, but right? but but they're doing everything that you just said with all respect is the law. That's crazy. They are not violating the law. The state law. State law. State law. State law. That's why we're recalling Kevin Newsom. Right. Now, the, where you parents have an opportunity to intercede in this insanity is state law also allows you as a parent to remove your kid from a particular part of a particular class, or in some cases, an entire class, mm -hmm. if you have um, religious or philosophical uh, objections to the content of that class. So, um, you know, all, all you would need in the case of this uh, 10th grade biology class leading up to birth control, you know, is, you know, knowing that intent, which, which we don't tell you, that in 10th grade, say. we don't tell, so you don't know to know. Right, you don't know. Right. Then, and we won't know because this board will not tell the district to notify all the parents because this board is, is a bunch of radical leftist race-hitting victimhood proselytizers. Yeah, and I'm sure they get money for every kid okay. that's taken out. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So the only way to have the rule enforced that you need to be aware of any curricula so that you can, in fact, um, posit your religious or philosophical 
differences with it and want your kid to put on be put on independent study in the library for that two-week period. But you parents don't know this is going on. Right. So you don't know to bring in do a note that. saying to do that. Right. And Susie's going to end up with birth control pills in her underwear drawer that you will hopefully find in time. I can't believe that. But again, everything is following the law, and but we're not following the law of... Now, is there some document somewhere posted on the high school website that says there'll be a two-week period right. during 10th grade biology where is we, it on we do this? Calendar? It's, it's on something somewhere that alleviates liability. But is it broadcast back to school night? Right. That this is here. Is it? Is it done? They're not giving the parents a, a chance. And, and, well, by the legal standard, they are because it's posted somewhere. And I will tell you, I'm a bad parent. I spent no time on the Bullard High School website when my kids were attending right. Bullard. Yeah. I did. My wife did. Most people are working, and there's well, two they, incomes, they, and they put their trust, and they put their trust in the school. That right. trust in Fresno Unified is utterly misled. Yeah, um, obviously. I moved Which here. is unbelievable. I, yeah. Again, I'm the elected guy with access to the to the full inside information. And I'm telling you, it's it's misled. If you guys want to change it, you know, I've got a plan to get um, control of this board with people who think rationally, who right. don't, uh, aren't race haters, aren't victimhood proselytizers, um, you know, it, it, and, and have this board actually hold. Let's go back to Fresno Unified. Not one kid has been held back a grade in over 20 years. Oh, my. It's 100% what? social promotion. Yeah. Okay. So going back to that, we have 2,000 kids reading, writing, and doing math at sixth, fifth, fourth, and third grade level. Well, of course they do because they haven't learned anything and they just go to the next grade. Right. Okay. I can't find, no source document exists. You only need to graduate a 1.0 GPA. And I'm like, I'm again, I'm, I'm known as level playing field Slatic or source document Slatic. Right. Show me the source document that shows that we are allowed to go to a 1.0 GPA. They can't produce one. Wow. And so it's going back far beyond a decade. Okay? Wow. And, and so, and, and a teacher is usually having their arm twisted by their vice principal, make sure a little Johnny has a freaking date. Okay. Whether he learns something or not. It's horrible. And, you know, there's so much corruption in these programs that simply keep the kid in the next grade to keep the money flowing in. Yeah. 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 That's, that's what I was wondering, like, um, with some of these programs that we're talking about, the CRT, I mean, is there money behind this? Of like, course, what, I'm sure. Well, the money's, money is the, the, the student's butt in the chair. Okay. That's where the money is. Okay, okay, okay. So it's always There's just no making... consequence because they're going to want to protect their pocket, I'm sure. Well, but parents... as you'll see in that Bill McEwen article that I sent you, it's all about them keeping their jobs and their okay. salaries and their titles. Which brings me to the teacher's union, the California, what is it? Teachers well, Union? Well, here's Fresno Teacher Association, and then okay. there's California oh, yes. Teacher Association. Yes. Yeah. Which brings me to uh, the Teachers Union who is supporting Gavin Newsom, who's given Gavin Newsom what? How much money is it? Two million or yeah, something? Three million or something? Million. And they have backed Gavin Newsom with his, with his previous election. They backed him, and now they've given him more money to, against the recall. They actually have been involved with the no right. on they're recall. They're, they're campaigning now. So... One of the things so that a lot corrupt. of our parents are upset about is what happened with COVID and how we went to Zoom and a lot of the parents got to see what the kids were watching and listening to. 
on Zoom. And that's why many of them are awake now and they don't like the CRT. They don't like what's happening. Well, they're paying attention. They know it exists. Right. So they can make a judgment because they didn't know that it exists. Right, now, right. Now, let's let's talk briefly. Yeah. Very, very important about the, the year and a half that little Johnny or little Susie spent on Zoom. Yeah. All right. Mm. And and you know some of it was Zoom. Most of most of it was Microsoft Teams. Whatever. There's platforms right, right. for it. Okay. Here's here's one of the things that no one wants to talk about. So the typical kid. We'll use you know Johnny is a typical kid name. So little Johnny. Okay. COVID started on March the 13th of 2020. Mm. Okay. That was the last day of school. Right. So little Johnny was in ninth grade on March 13th of 2020. He was an above average kid who was reading, writing, and doing math at the eighth grade level. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, he's in yeah. ninth, but that's an above average kid right. at FUSD. Right, right, right. above right. average. Okay, so he's reading, writing, doing math. Little Johnny is now back in school after a mm. year plus of COVID. Right. And so, but he's now in 11th grade, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. He was reading, writing, and doing math at the eighth grade level. Right. He's now reading, writing, and doing math at the seventh grade level, but he's in 11th grade. The missed year. No, no, no. no. Missed year implies static and stasis and staying the same. Mm -hmm. They all went backwards. They went backwards. Okay. The exception, absolutely, let's get it out there, is the the AP kids, the 4.01 and above. Yeah. Okay. They, those kids... God bless you. Uh, at Bullard High School, yeah. it's about 15%. At other high schools, it varies. We could have locked them out in a cave on March the 13th of 2020 with, with a paper Encyclopedia Britannica, a bunch of beef jerky and Gatorade, and they come out smarter. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they would have. That's yeah. that's the nature of the AP kid. Right. Okay. But that's 15% right. top, tops. Right. Okay. The typical kid went backwards yeah. a yeah. year, and a bunch of them went backwards more than that. Not to mention special education kids. Oh, oh my God, my heart breaks for for, for them. Uh, yeah. They 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 were kicked to the curb right. during oh, COVID. Right. Totally. Okay. Yeah. Um. But so the the classic little Johnny, remember, was in ninth yeah. at the start of COVID, reading, writing, doing math at eighth, which wasn't bad. That's an above average kid. That's, right. That's now he's in eleventh, but he's reading, writing, and doing math at seventh. So we've got essentially a year and a half right. until he gets a diploma. Mm-hmm. Is he going to get from seventh to eighth or to ninth by the time he gets his diploma? Which wow. it brings us to why did we close all the schools? Florida didn't close their schools. New York even opened up their schools way before we did. And this is Gavin Newsom. Again, the teachers union. They didn't want to go back to school. They they didn't. Okay, let's be clear. I love teachers. I do too. I despise their union. Okay, their union is just a bunch of, it's all about them, Manuel. It's all about them, Lewis. You know yeah. who I'm talking to. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's, it's the most ridiculous thing. I mean, they have, you know, the, 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 it makes it easy for me that they've given. California recall volunteers are fighting back against Newsom's bogus remarks about the people behind the Republican recall. Newsom calls it election rejection. Don't be fooled. We are not all Republicans. Hundreds of thousands of Democrats, Libertarians, and Independents have all taken a leap of faith to save California from this arrogant governor. And we will not be silenced. Right. Yeah, yeah, we, we, okay. there are good teachers. 15, yeah. 15% of our teachers show up and punch a clock. Yeah. And 5% of our teachers are dangerous. And there's not 
a 20-year classroom teacher or a vice principal or principal who, after a glass of wine, will not tell you that, that is, those are good numbers. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. But the 80%, the, it's, it's a calling for them. Right. God bless you all. Yeah. Okay. But you're also being directed to do thus and so and thus yeah. and so and thus and so. Right. Okay. And that thus and so all begins with the people who give direction to the superintendent of schools. Mm -hmm. And that would be the board of trustees, i.e. the radical leftists, um, social justice, race-hating victimhood proselytizers. Right, 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 right. So what can we do about the teachers union? I mean, is there nothing we, that these parents can do? Everything begins with getting four or five or six or seven rational people who are not radical leftist race haters on this board. Right. One of my volunteers today I was canvassing with said to me, I'd like you to ask him, what can the parents do to help you? Everything comes down to getting these off, off, right. the, off the thing. Recalled. Recalled. Okay, recalled. So it, it all comes out. You, you, you okay. don't, you don't go to, to square two until you complete square one. Okay. Okay. And the, um, recall campaigns start officially with our first fundraiser on 9-11. And you guys said you will post the, yeah. the thing Trevor yeah. Carey is speaking. Yes. We'll post and, that. um, and that starts it. And as we discussed beforehand, we, we haven't started it yet because it, it'll include collecting 4,000 signatures in such and such a district. And you ain't going to do that very well when it's 105 degrees out. No. So we're just simply waiting until, you know, we have all the, what's called the intent to recall paperwork done. Okay, good. So that's good. one. So it just simply means walking down to the clerk's office, having it stamped and our 120 day clock starts on that district. Okay. And we can give you some ideas when the, the 120 day clock is good. Because we, because we just went through this whole thing. Oh, I look forward yeah. to us having uh, uh, immense conversations on this topic with your yes. experience accomplishing this. Yes, mission. yes, and and, and that's what we do. We they yeah, that's what we do. And you need four thousand signatures. It depends on the district. Okay. Because it, it you know okay. again there's seven there's seven right it's it's twelve percent of the registered voters in in one that particular seventh. Remember, right. Fresno is a pie. Right. It's cut into seven pieces because there's a major high school in each one. And the, the number of registered voters in the Northwest Fresno for Bullard is, is a lot higher than it is in, in West Fresno. What's the percentage you need from each district? 12. 12 percent. Of registered is, voters. Which is what? Remember, we need a 12 percent. No, no. Each that's, a, that's, a, that's a legislature, that's le, a legislature of, regi of registered voters. Right, right. They, remember? With our recall, yeah. had to be 12 percent from each county. So that's With us, it's, well, from each geography that you were given right our geographies are based on Completely school districts different. school yes. districts instead of counties yes. or, or city yes okay good so good. you know again but it makes it into you know there's a great saying how do you eat, eat an elephant one bite at a time so we, we take these districts yeah, down right. one, one one at a time yeah right and right. and plus you know there's the special election for the fresno high seat coming up in april already and we've got great candidates you know that are rational non-radical leftist people who actually believe in the future of these kids right we have to save them well if you think that this is not possible it's actually happening right now in the state yeah. of california i believe in san francisco there are two um people they did a recall of the of two board uh, members and i believe they're going to be recalled i think they they collected the signatures you can believe it it happened in san francisco there's other places have you looked into the one in san francisco well I, you know i've heard enough about it and you think but we're all talking about education or the birth control or crt you just you've got to also grasp the just the insanity of the this radical board right that that 
they they removed the Fresno High mascot after yeah. 139 years yeah, yeah. because yeah. talk about that. Be, well, because if you dig through all the documents, and I'm looking at that the the alumni association from Fresno High, led by Jim Tuck, they have and and they're in court with them right now on this. Okay, they have an attorney that, and they're in discovery. Right, I've seen the documents okay. that they have discovered. That says the uh, students, you know, that, that Fresno Unified maintained that they had polled you know, thousands of students on how offended they are by this thing. When you it's actually, a, it's, do, a, it's an Indian. It's a brave. It's an Iroquois warrior. It's a brave Iroquois warrior. Beautiful yeah. mascot. Right. And yeah. been there for a long time. Yeah. And, um, and and if you if you go to well maybe the people up at Chuck Chancy you're offended by that go to to any school site on any uh, Native American reservation in existence and you will find that the mascots for those schools are all Native American icons right yeah. okay right I'm, I'm just saying so who's really offended right. by this it's it's <laughs> right. it's it's those it's those woke white people yeah okay so no no but so the they maintain they had thousands of student protest signatures all that when you, the rec or the discovery documents from uh, the the litigation going on about this right now that I've seen this shows that they had two student signatures yeah. not a thousand Oh, my. oh, saying wow. that that was the basis for for removing this, just by saying that well, we have the student vote because they were two student government people who thereby represented right. lots right. of people. Right. Oh, sure. Okay. Let me let me chew on that for a while. So so the incentive, and the, but then it was done during COVID when they were not in right. open meetings, so nobody could raise their little paws up in the air and, and say, you know, that's stupid, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> and and they did this, Holly Lily, when they had promised. The alumni association that they would not rule on this matter till after we came back into real meetings yet they still did it last december that's crazy so it's again well no it's the radical left running their agenda yeah, that's true because they can yeah okay then let's go to the the new newest school site at ventura in 10th where old uh, juvenile hall was every school site's always you know they've had they solicited massive amounts of community uh opinion on what the name should be right so you know historically they go with whatever the community opinion is. Right. Now, a couple of years ago, when I was on the board, we uh, a school is being built uh, in southeast southeast called Herrera. Hey, we had X number of votes. Boom, boom, boom. Fate accompli. We name it Herrera. And everyone prior to that was also done that way. Okay. But this one, there were 972 votes for Roger Tatarian, a renowned name, journalist in our. Fresno County, we have the Armenian culture here, which is a strong seven, culture. Seven percent. Seven percent. Yes. But more important than that, that's the neighborhood where Tatarian grew up. Right. Because of redlining back in in the thirties and forties, that's where Armenians were forced to live. Okay. Wow. He wow. grew up right there. Okay. So he got nine hundred seventy-two votes. The next closest person wow. got one hundred and fifty. Somebody got one hundred and twelve, and then somebody got seventy something. Let's make sure we're clear on this. It did not go to the Tatarian with 972. It didn't go to the 150. It didn't go to the 112. It went to the name with 72. Right. Yeah. It was, I just read that. Too. Right. And, and, but no, oh, it gets even better. There's so much cool stuff when you're inside and they can't <laughs> lie to you. Okay. When they're so lied out, they yeah. don't right. even know where to lie. They circle the, well, they circle the wagons with citizens. So you will, until you get tired of beating your head against it with me, they can't. So, the um, trustee from the Roosevelt High School area um, 
it says on her business card, uh, Elizabeth Jonathan Rosas. There's a hyphen between Jonathan Rosas. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've changed her name to Elizabeth Jonathan Rosas Chavez because she's married to Luis Chavez, the president of the city council. Okay. Oh. But no one knows that because she doesn't use the name. Okay. Interesting. And, you Interesting. know, so I, I just make life simple and call her Elizabeth Jonathan Rosa Chavez. Yeah. Because the Hispanic code, I've had Hispanic friends with four hyphens right. in their names. Yeah. Right. So we don't do this. So half the people I speak with, I didn't know they were related. I didn't know they were married, but I digress. The city council <laughs> for whom the naming of schools at Fresno Unified is so far outside their purview, they might as well be in Kabul, Afghanistan. Right. Yet they come out. Um, a couple months before this vote with a proclamation from the city council of Fresno that we proclaim that that school site that's being built of insurance intent should be named after so-and-so, the, wow. the people who came in fourth. But right. That, well, how right. can they do a proclamation? Like, how does that happen? Well, they, yeah. uh, you tell me. Yeah. Because of corrupt local government, yeah. and you guys yeah. need to, to really kind of get involved and help the do city recall. council. Get rid of the city council, but, folks. Well, let's start with the school district. Yeah, you got yeah, to get the school district eat. and then go to the city but, council. But then, just the utter insanity of if 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 Roosevelt High School trustee Elizabeth Jonathan Rosa Chavez is married to the president of the city council, the city council does a proclamation saying this, and she doesn't even recuse herself from the vote. Right. Right. I could live with her recusing from the vote. Right. Doesn't bother accusing yourself of the vote because yeah. nobody cares because they think they're completely unaccountable to the citizens. Which that's why you have to understand that we need to start yeah. making them accountable. We have attention. to make them accountable. That's yeah. what this is about, guys. This is all about doing this with our podcast because you can't just sit back. Nobody can sit back because you have different people like Mr. Sladek here fighting. You've got Gary Berdefeld fighting. They can't fight alone. They need the citizens. You guys got to wake yeah. up the citizens of Fresno because yeah. they're waking up all over California. And you know, you just can't sit back as a parent anymore. No, you can't. If, if things are getting so bad and the trajectory is, is heading into the ground with this uh, special election for the deceased trustee, everybody absolutely paying attention because of the Fresno High mascot thing, the Roger Tatarian yeah. fiasco, um, birth control pills, uh -huh. CRT. If you're not paying attention now, you're hopeless and you'll never be paying attention. Right. Okay. Yeah. And and the fact that 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 retired Marine trustee has gone out in the last two and a half years and recruited That's great, awesome. great people. Some are Democrats. Right. Two are African American men. One's a Native American female. Right. Um, but they all believe in it's all about the kids. That's right. It's, right. it's not about um, like the trustee from the Sunnyside area for who's been there for twenty years. Okay. 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 Well, we went from a modestly performing district to the bottom five percent, and she's still there. Right. Um, these on, people on, should not be there. They should be gone. You have to hold people accountable. Yeah. And this you know? is and this is your chance. I mean, recall yeah. elections fundamentally exist so that you all can, meaning the people, including me, can wake up one day and go, "Man, did we really blow it on that election?" Right. We have a chance to do it again. Right. Don't be apathetic anymore, because somebody that's sitting on there for twenty years and the district has those kind of, you know, five percent. Yeah. If you if their district is and if the like. Mr. Sladek said in other areas, what did you say, Alabama? Or where, where did you say these other? The, the, the only two that are below us are Detroit and Cleveland. <laughs> no, which means the ones in Alabama and Mississippi are above us. Yeah. Which is, come on.
See, there's no excuses. No excuses. We used to be the best education. People would come to California to have their kids go to school here. And now we're at the lowest with the bottom. And the thing is, people keep thinking, I'm just going to move. Well, it's going to, it's coming to you. You might as well try to fix what you got here locally first. It's going to come to you no matter what. If Gavin Newsom becomes our president, what do you think is going to happen? Because that's his plan. You know, that's his plan, right? What do you guys think is going to happen across the rest of the country? To say all this stuff, you know, just go ahead and move to Tennessee or wherever you are. But it's come, it's coming to you. And why do you care about the kids being educated? Maybe you're retired. Well, because again, they're in your neighborhood. They they, they right. they're not working. So what are they doing? They may be robbing people. They're you know you've got to care. You know, there's yeah. a, there's a direct correlation. I mean, look it up, folks. With the quality of a school system in in a locality and property values. Wow. So for those of you who go, oh, I don't have any kids in the system, and my grandkids are even out of the system. Guess what, folks? Your property value is tied directly That's to the true. performance of, exactly. remember, the, 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 set, the biggest employer in the state of California north of L.A. is Fresno Unified, 10,000 employees. So if you own property, I don't care if you own property in Clovis, the property value in Fresno County is, has a direct correlation with the, with the uh, ability of our school to actually teach our kids. Yeah, and by the way, Clovis Unified, you guys think it's not coming to you. It already is coming to you. A number of our parents are have been volunteers. They've pulled their kids. They've homeschooled yeah. their kids. So don't just think, oh, I'm going to sit back in Clovis. It'll never happen in Clovis. Why do you think they just had a, a board meeting or a parent right. engagement meeting recently? Yeah. Yeah. So we got to take it's a break. We're at our break zone. Yeah. And we'll be back in a couple minutes. We'll talk a little bit more. You're listening to the Holly and Lily show right here on Recall Radio Podcast. Candidates that we have, um, I'm mentoring every week, every other week, I sit down with them and, you know, give them tutoring on, you know, board stuff. Okay, okay. And, but you really want to start, you know, guys, to, to, to win a trustee election costs $25,000. Okay. okay. And there's going to be seven of them. Okay. Okay. Wow. And, you know, our, fir- our first fundraiser is, I mean, now. It sounds right. like a lot of money. It's not five hundred thousand dollars, right? Right. You know, right. I mean, and the first one is um, on nine eleven. We picked that date specifically because nine eleven was the call that put me back in uniform. Right. Oh, right. 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 So, right. 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 You know, right. Um, plus I'm a New York City native. In wow. New Yorker. My in laws are New Yorkers. New York. My father in law lived in every single borough of New York, except for I forget which one. Probably. Oh, uh, what's, what's maybe it? maybe Staten Island. Maybe that. Well, was Staten Island is the one that people either get because you're a town. Ta- you understand, know, Kate. So borough means the same as county. Yes, county. Okay. Yeah, they call them boroughs. Staten, but oh, what, yeah. what, what do they call them in Louisiana? Provinces. Parishes. Or parishes, yeah. Okay. That's correct. Wow. Staten Island has the largest percentage of residents of Italian ethnicity of any county in America. Wow. Which is huge. It's huge. Wow. I mean, but it's like, that's where Tony Soprano lived. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, my, my 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 father in law from was from Queens. That's where he yeah. Me and, Queens. Do, me and, I, do, me and Donald uh, Trump. I get I get the Queens thing. Third generation. Third generation. Yeah, yeah, I get that's it. Awesome. Yeah. So I mean, just that's how how you can be involved, and in, you know, we're having this uh, our first fundraiser. It's a small one. Um, and God, I would like to think that your listeners listen to Trevor Carey. They do listen to Trevor Carey. That is correct. They 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 listen to also uh, Ray Appleton as well. Yeah, if you get on there, but. Yeah, no, I was going to say we could definitely, I mean, we don't have a calendar up on our website, which I can put. Yeah. Um, 
but we'll put that fundraiser and I, I see us working together maybe, and I can, we can help each other get organized, get digitally organized, right. Promote. Do you have a social media person? We, We do not have like the typical 22-year-old person who does social media, because we've got people who all have their individual Facebooks. We've right. got, we've got, you know, uh, we've got a website. We've got a, a some internet address. There you go, we'll folks. You He's looking for okay. a social media person. So if you want to contact yeah. one of us, please help us out. And one of the, the things you have to do and think about is when doing the recall, this started a fire and it sounds like, when all these parents are going up against the school boards here in California, this is also starting to fire because parents want to live here and they want to raise their kids. So if you guys want to get involved, this is a great place to get involved right here, right now to, for the protection of your children. And also, so you know, what's going on. If I had children that were in school right now, this is right where I'd be. Yes. And, and how often do we hear what's wrong with our generation? Well, I can tell you what's wrong with our generation. They're confused. Jeez, I don't know why they're so confused. I mean, listen to well, what we're learning right. and the education. Let me give you a great example. This, this, if this, if your minds are not already blown, right? My it, mind be is prepared. Blown. My mind is blown. So, as an elected, I can go in and go to a school site and want to observe a class, right? Okay. And, you know, let's, let's assume this is high school and in and, uh, and middle school and it's not AP calculus. Okay. Okay. And I, whatever I'm doing, I'm, I may or may not say anything to the class, okay. but if I happen to be, maybe I knew the teacher because they were one of my kids' teachers. Right. It's a frequent event. I will inevitably pull out a dollar, hold a dollar up in the air, and I will say, first hand up with the proper answer gets the dollar. And I will always go, what is 14 times 14? And half the time, I won't get a hand up at all. Not one. Um, and the other half, I will get hands up in right answers. But half the time, I can't even get a hand up. So, no, it, it, gets, it gets even better. And I'm not going to name the principal in this case just because I'm feeling kinder today than I should. I had this discussion with a principal of a Fresno Unified School District High School a month, five weeks ago, with witnesses. And I said, it's so disappointing when I stand in a class, say, first hand up gets the dollar with the right answer. And I say, what is 14 times 14? And I have a high school principal of a major high school Uh go 168. Oh my God. And I go, excuse me? It goes 178. And I, are you asking or telling? And then I get a third wrong answer until I got the proper answer. And again, happy to provide witnesses to this. (laughs) And and I'm looking at this person who we're paying $156,000 a year to. Right. Okay. And I said, are you like stoned or something? Ah! And and the response you get from the professional educator at this time is this. Well, we don't believe in learn rote memorization. 
Oh, okay, sure. So how do you teach them ABCDEFGHIJKLMLP? How do you teach them their social security number? How do you teach them their phone number? How do you, how do you exist in life without some portion of, well, we don't believe in rote memorization and you're in charge of a freaking major high school. Yeah. Okay. Folks, welcome to professional education in 2021. And it won't change because none of these people have been let go, fired, told to leave in over a decade. Yeah. Okay. Despite being in the bottom 5%, it doesn't matter. Right. They just want to cash their checks. Yeah. Okay. Principal's making 156. So an assistant superintendent from 172 to 252. Superintendent's making 341. Right. And we're in the bottom 5%. We've had the only people who leave are those who retire. So turnover, you know, in the private sector, having been there, you know, there's a concept. At what point is turnover positive? Right. Okay. We can all agree that zero is not positive other than no. retirement. No. 25% is probably high. But zero is is too low because turnover oftentimes goes with performance and accountability. So if you have, you know, another absurdity, you know, that that I can speak of, uh, you know, again, for 19 straight hours, we have people, there's also, I've been reading the Harvard Business Review for 35 years. And the the topic is referred to as either um, span of control or direct reports. How many people can a senior manager competently have reporting to them that they can actually spend time with and assess. Right. Okay. At Harvard Business School, this is called span of control. Okay. And the Marine Corps takes this very seriously. If I'm leading a company of Marines, 180 Marines in combat, I've got uh, 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 four platoon commanders. Um, and probably I'm telling you, I got five, six top people tops to talk to. Yeah. Right. Because that's workable. Right. Okay. We have senior staff here who have 25 direct reports. They can't see them, much less report on them, much less mentor them, much less know that they even are around on a given day. And they think that's okay. That's not okay. It's the most silly thing that they they ever do. And I've been bringing this up on on the public dais and all this, but this place is run like like the craziest insane asylum that, that that you've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, okay. but I don't think it's just your school district. I think it's re- it's representative oh, of my, many right. school districts. But but my purview is this school district. Yeah, I know. And, That's and, all you can speak and, to. And, and you eat the elephant one bite at a time. Right. So remember, Fresno Unified is the twentieth largest district in the country. Which is huge. That's, Which is that's huge. a big figure if you think about it in the country. In the country. So if we change the board. You can do it. We, I believe we in set you. the example right. for every other small, medium, and large school district right. in America yes. that it can be done. Yeah. Here's your template. That's hey, right. I love this because this is kind of our goal with Protocols. recall. Our recall was this as well. We could change the state of California, the rest of the other states in the country. Here you go. Yeah. So I appreciate you coming on today Absolutely. and I appreciate this. This is great for everybody to listen to. Yes, and yes. We, we, we will support you in your fight. Did you yeah. mention the, the email address? To no. Um, and if anybody wants to get involved, you can send Terry an email at moveonrecall at gmail.com. Um, you could also reach out or get on our website. We'll, I'll put up some things. I'll definitely post the uh, 9-11 deal. We're, we're having Trevor Carey speak at a, um, a recall fundraiser where we will feed you um, on, nine, on 9-11. You feed us? We feed you. Oh, right. Taco truck time. 
Ooh. The best taco truck. We have the there best tacos here. And uh, it's it's at a very, very nice uh, estate down in uh, Sunnyside. Okay. And um, uh, on 9-11, because I was born in Queens, the towers came down, and that was my mm. motivation to go back yeah. to the Marine Corps. And uh, I you know, can tell you stories of 9-11s. I spent 12,000 miles away in Afghanistan. Right. Um, you know, it's, it's a very modest uh, uh, fee. But if we want to do this, it, it costs more than uh, my personality, which is very questionable at times. <laughs> but, but again, you'll get entertained by Trevor. Yeah. And, and what you'll hear is me lay out the plan, you know, A to B to C to D to E on what happens once we, we have four, five, six or seven members of this board who are actually reasonable, rational people on how we fix it yeah let yeah. me let me get the fee for that how much does it cost to go to that uh, 100 hours ahead that's that's great perfect we'll feed you oh love it and trevor. Right. right on and trevor well thank you again thank you guys and it's a pleasure yeah, yeah this is great we're gonna do this again oh we'll go do it many times again yes. okay Absolutely. great thank right. you very much thanks for listening to recall radio podcast with your hosts holly and lily to find out more on today's show visit us at we call radiopodcast.com. Subscribe to us on YouTube and Rumble. This show wouldn't be possible without the help of grassroots recall volunteers who are on the ground every day. Until next time, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay in touch.